Hey everyone, my name is Brett Howe and I am an athlete mindset and life coach. I'm a former dual sport ACAC athlete playing both hockey and soccer at the college level. I am now mom of four, entrepreneur and founder of AMP Coaching. AMP Intermission Podcast shares top-notch conversations with some of the most inspirational people around. I speak with those from top performing past and present athletes, coaches, to sport parents, and everyone in between. In sharing stories from adversity to triumph, this podcast will inspire athletes to follow their own genuine path to fulfillment in life and in sport. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is going on, guys? I am super excited to be bringing you this solo today with the AMP Intermission Podcast. Okay, now I just recently came off an elimination protocol reset for my nutrition. And I was just going to pop on and give some people a little bit of an idea of what I was doing, why I was doing it. And got asked so many questions about what I'm doing, why, how. And I decided, why not release an episode on this? And the first thing I want to address is that I am in no means a doctor. I am not a nutritionist. I am genuinely sharing my experience today of my relationship with food and my experience in doing an elimination protocol reset and kind of where I'm at in the nutritional side. Now, I work with people and I talk to so many female athletes who struggle with their weight and who don't really know how to fuel their body in the proper way. Now, I reflect on my athletic career, and only after I finished playing hockey did I actually realize and recognize what foods were fueling my body and what foods were serving me. Now, to give you a little bit of a backstory about my relationship with food, everything I went through, some of you might know that I did struggle um, well into my teens, late teens, and early adulthood in my relationship with food. I had a really unhealthy relationship with food, but I want to give you a little bit of an idea of my childhood and growing up. So growing up, I was very fortunate, very privileged into be world traveled. My dad owned and operated a water ski school in England. And this meant that we got to travel most summers, almost every summer until that business was sold. We traveled to the UK and we got to just experience life down there we maybe got to travel to spain for a boat show there was lots of opportunities in my childhood to travel which i'm truly truly blessed for i was very fortunate like i said and in all of that i got to experience new things and one thing is this extreme love of food i had i still have today Um, my family has and it's something that you know when you're traveling the world you get to experience that those are things that you get to experience and just trying new things. And that was a big part of my life. I developed this extreme love for food. And you know what? I had a pretty unhealthy relationship with food and then I overate. I loved my sugar. I loved my candy. When I wasn't traveling in the summers, I was go, go, go. In every activity, every sport I could imagine, I was putting my energy into. What that meant was that I was on the road a lot. I was 
finishing one activity and going to the next. And we lived out on the farm. My parents still live there today and running back and forth. My mom just ended up, or my parents would end up just kind of essentially, we would eat a lot of fast food, right? And back then I wasn't very intentional. I wasn't really switched on to how is this going to serve me in later life? How is it going to serve my level of play? It was just what we had to do to get by. A lot of the time my mom spent the winters with it was just her because my dad was overseas and you know, we just had to navigate through and it was really challenging for her and bless her. You know, she tried as hard as she could to get, you know, us to one activity to the next, my brother and I. So I ate a lot of fast food when I had to, when that time was so limited for my mom and, you know, it didn't catch up to me until I was later and your metabolism starts to slow down. Right. And the thing that I developed in all of that was just not a really full grasp of understanding of what types of foods were serving me. And I wasn't intentionally eating and anything I put into my mouth was for enjoyment. It wasn't actually for, oh, this is going to be good for me. That's the mindset I developed. Now I have a really, maybe not a popular opinion for many people, but I've strayed away from the four group food groups that we learn in school. I don't really, that doesn't serve me. I have done a lot of work on my nutrition to really get to know which foods are serving me, which foods actually contribute to my house quality of life, eliminate the brain fog, the headaches, all those struggles. So that's what I'm going to share today is like where I'm at with my relationship with food, what the elimination protocol for me was and that reset and why I did it, how I did it, all of that good stuff. So as I was in college, I I think they call it the freshman 15. I gained far more than that. Now, granted, I was an elite level athlete. I was playing, you know, university hockey. And I was also not up to speed on what my body needed for fuel. So we had early morning practices. I was up at 4.30. And unlike many girls on my team, I was eating my breakfast at 4.30 in the morning. Then we'd get off the ice, off workouts, and I eat again by like 9 a.m., and I'd be starving by lunch and then I'd overeat. And then the cycle continued to the point where it was, I was overeating and not putting the right things into my body that were actually going to fulfill that hunger and give me that satisfaction so that I had the energy that I needed to get to the next activity to do the next thing. So I was overeating and fueling my body with the wrong things. You know, I remember going to a cafeteria and having a fruit yogurt parfait, which First of all, the yogurt was full of sugar and the fruit was like the syrupy sugar and the granola was probably the most sugar filled granola I could have. That was before we started getting into the organics, into you know, the Greek yogurt and just becoming a lot more aware of the processed foods, the high sugar vol volumes. So I'm in university and I am that's how I'm living life is I'm eating the things that I think might be pretty good for my body, but ultimately having tons of sugar. And I wasn't ever shifting my perspective of food into like, this is actually fuel for my body. I'm not necessarily meant to enjoy this. It's actually, I get one body. It's like a temple. I need to start treating it like that. And it's what's propelling me to fulfill my life's mission and to fill, fulfill like where my sport will take me. So it wasn't until, and 
after you know my hockey career that I actually started paying attention to these things and during university during college I actually struggled with a borderline eating disorder where I would overeat and binge and that became pretty raw for me in that I would actually eat till I was sick and it was because I was so hungry all the time because I was eating the right foods but then I would look at my body and I had gained far more than freshman 15 and not much of that was more muscle weight a lot more of that was fat and just not not treating my body the way I needed to so fast forward into my adult life and you know I'm still getting the opportunity to travel the world I'm still loving food but I have this unhealthy relationship with food where you know it's it's something that I look forward to and I it takes over my life and I'm not saying that we shouldn't have that we shouldn't enjoy eating but we need to also be very conscious, very intentional, calculated and aware of what we're putting into our bodies. Not only does it help with our day-to-day functions when we put the right foods into our body, but there is later life consequences that will come up when you are eating garbage. So fast forward into my adult life and I've had my last child and I can tell you I had gained well over 75 pounds with my last pregnancy that was unnecessary weight to be on my body after I had a child. So I knew that I could not maintain that fitness level. I could not maintain that nutritional level. I had to start looking after my body. Granted, females, after you have kids, there is a period of time in which it takes a lot of time, patience, energy, and really getting to know your body to actually, you know, quote unquote, lose the baby weight, but you can get there. I have found that you can achieve that. So I've just finished having my fourth kid. I've given my body the time it needs to heal. Maybe not enough at the time, but that was four years, about four years ago now, three and a half. And I started being a lot more focused on how much more nutrition plays into the role of fitness as well. See, before, because I was so active, because I was go, go, go all the time, I justified my unhealthy eating habits with the fitness level I had. Instead of recognizing these two go hand in hand, I could help myself a heck of a lot more if I ate the right things and maintained that level of fitness. Not only would I reach a higher potential in my fitness level and my athletic level, but I still would also eliminate any of the struggles that I was having in my nutritional side by eating the right foods. So I would be giving my body a win-win situation. I wasn't doing that. And that, like I said, that wasn't until my adult life after having kids that I started to actually come to terms with the fact that my weight loss, my fitness levels were far more about the nutrition that I was putting in my body than the actual doing the workouts, the running, whatever it was that was going to help me. So fast forward see that moment when I committed to a challenge of really being intentional with my fitness, but also really being intentional with my macros and understanding food and getting to know what foods were actually good for my body. So fast forward to that moment when I started really putting some focus and tracking. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not at a state anywhere anymore in my life where I need to track, where I need to weigh, where I need to monitor. I, that's not the restrictive dieting, quote unquote, I am doing anymore. But what that did is it made me aware of portion size. It made me aware of what foods were actually going to benefit me. 
And that was really great. I actually ended up losing 65 pounds. I lost, I won the challenge at the end of the day and I continued up with that fitness plan. And still to this day, I take in a lot of those fitness plans that I learned through there and I implemented them into my life. But over the last three years, I've really started to dive into the food that we eat, the food that we serve with our body and how focused we have to be in learning those foods and how they might impact me differently than someone else and really getting to know my body in the last few years. So when I started paying attention to that, I started to see the effects of certain foods. For me, as I mentioned earlier, I had an extreme sweet tooth. Now, many of you might know that I actually spent a lot of my college career suffering with headaches to the point where I went to a few clinics. They were running scans on me, trying to find out what was going on. I had a few health scares, trying to figure out what is this in my head? What's going on? And I shared with you in my first episode ever that I actually had this burnout effect happening because I was committing to the things that weren't serving me. I was doing too much. And that was leading to these headaches. But the thing that amplified my headaches was my sugar intake. And I started to recognize that when I would have, being at the rink, I'd have like candy bags. That's the unhealthy patterns I had. I would go to bed, wake up the next morning with a splitting headache, almost to the point where it felt like a hangover. It was so excruciating. But I started eliminating it. And the reason it was hard for me to eliminate that sugar was because my body was craving it because it was so used to it. And all the foods I'd ever ate, all the processed foods, everything that I thought I was putting into my body that was good for me back in the day, thinking juice was good for me. It was full of sugar. I started getting a lot more focused on like the nutritional labels, what I was reading. And I kept going further down this nutritional path to a point where not too long ago, I looked at creating a whole food nutrition plan. And what that meant was eliminating the processed foods that go into my body and slowly peeling back those layers of walking through the grocery store and looking at one single food ingredients. Now, many of you who know me know that this isn't a plan I stick to tooth and nail and I don't sway from. It's my intentional eating. It's not a diet. It's not restrictive to me. You know, I will, I will go out on a limb and I will like have the cake. I will do those things. I will, but it's very calculated, very intentional and it's a matter of me doing a reset. Once I do those things and once I make those calculated decisions and I'm sitting well with them, it's a way for me to then do a reset. My relationship with food has gone to a point where I see it more as fuel. And it's funny in our household, you know, versus going to my folks' household, who they really make a thing out of their meals. They're all extremely tasty and there's great spices, there's great sauces. It's it's awesome. Like my mom is an incredible cook, but our household, our meals are quite boring. I'm going to be honest. We'll throw a few things in there to mix it up, but we are a little more focused on what we're buying at the grocery store, you know, what we're putting in our kids' bodies. And yes, they do have processed food. I am not going to sit here and tell you that everything we feed ourselves and our children is not processed, but we try our best and we are always taking steps to try and eliminate the need to go on and buy something processed. For instance, last year started making our own salsa. My mother-in-law started canning fruit. So we start to do those things that we can regulate what goes into those foods for our kids. So 
I'm now at a place where I see food as this fuel for my body. And I'm more concerned with what am I doing every day to serve my highest quality of life? Am I on a mission? Because I believe that when we aren't on a mission, we don't have that lack North Star. When we are lacking that purpose, that fulfillment, all these other health issues start to creep in. And I can see it. I can see depression sinking in others. I can see anxiety. I can see this lack of fulfillment. You know, it's it's something that I start to recognize in the external world. So I've become a little more focused on that being where I place my thoughts around food as well as, is this, you know, serving my why power? Is it in fulfillment of me? Am I weighing the opportunity costs of, Am I having this, you know, this vanilla latte or just, you know, a black tea? Am I weighing the cost of how that is going to impact me, how it's going to impact my life? I usually make those calculated decisions. And don't get me wrong, you know, over Christmas, that's kind of where I came to is that I was pretty strict on a whole food nutritional program. Christmas creeps in. I, I give myself that grace. And it's not just a one day. It was like one month of grace. And allowing my body to just indulge in all those things was it calculated yes was I still maintaining my level of fitness was I still eating the right things starting my day off with you know the things that were important to me the was I still not having the toast with the honey and all of that correct I wasn't doing any of that but I was I was allowing myself to have the sweets that come along with a lot of the holiday themes and Got to a point in January and was very focused on not doing this elimination protocol on the 1st of January because I, I think that's a lot of pressure. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to give my body a reset. I am craving sugar, I'm craving unhealthy, and I just need to snap out of this pattern. And I know I can do hard things. I know I can commit to this because I have done hard things. I've started testing fasting, intermittent fasting. I've gone into a whole food diet. I just want to take it one step further, one phase further, and really see if I can do this elimination protocol for seven days. So what that consisted of is it was beef. And in that beef, it would have been ground beef, it would have been ground beef, it would have been steak, burger patties, anything on the beef market, okay? Ribs, uh, salt, which I use Redmond's Real Salt. I stay away from table salt, I stay away from pig salt, just based on the metals, heavy metals that are traced in there. So I reuse Redmond's Real Salt and beef and water. So in that, I could have bone broth as well. Now, I also stuck to my coffee and my tea that I have anymore every morning. My tea, I put with a tiny bit of milk and honey. So I was, that's what I was in. I was doing that, pretty much eliminated everything else for one week. I cheated on the Sunday because I had a bite of my daughter's cake. And I know some of the burger patties, because we're a, a family, a hockey family, we had to be at the rink. I know that there was a couple burger patties that obviously have other things in them, but I was pretty, pretty impressed with myself for being able to stick to this and doing the beef water salt for the most part bone broth coffee and honey so that was essentially what I did for one week now I'm gonna tell you the first day extremely low energy extreme brain fog it was the point where I felt like I had no intellectual ability so it was a struggle day two it just started the steady incline of feeling a bit better and a bit better 
by day three, my energy was back to almost, almost a hundred percent of what it's ever been. I would say more like between 80 and 90 and the brain fog was completely gone. And I was just tackling my tasks. I was able to stay on task. I was tackling the things I needed to do. And by day four, I was feeling amazing. I'm telling you, there was zero brain fog. I had more energy than I've ever had. I was able to go to the gym and maintain my fitness level and start increasing my weights. So it served me. And why I did it, I did it because, like I said, my body was craving sugars. I knew I needed a reset. And this was my quick way to just get get my body flushed out of all the toxins I've been feeling, feeling with. Now, when we're at home, it's much easier to kind of stick to that whole food, stay away from as much processed foods as we can. But when we go anywhere for the holidays, you know, to my families, to my husband's families, to friends, we can't control what they cook with to an extent, you know, and when people are cooking for me, I'm not the type to say, Hey, I can't have this, can't have that. I mean, we do our best to try and navigate through that. But at the end of the day, there was going to be processed foods. There was going to be oils that I don't like to intake all of that. Right. So that's why I did the reset when I did it. I allowed my body to just flush through. I was struggling. I was overtired all the time. I was feeling like I was struggling with fatigue. I was already having brain fog. I was low, low energy. So going through all of that, I knew that this reset would just kickstart me. I didn't have the time to work into this whole food nutrition program. I needed this and I knew it was going to serve me in my highest quality of life. So that's what I did. And was it hard? Yes, but our bodies can do hard things. And I have learned that that discomfort that we feel, that extreme uncomfortable areas, those are when we grow the most. So I can do those things. I know I can. And after this week that I did, I started introducing the whole foods. And essentially, that's where I envision my life to be is a whole food, possibly, you know, focusing on just meats, fruit, and honey, um, raw honey, definitely pure honey, uh, but all those whole food ingredients. And that's where I see my nutrition going um, to the point of like whole foods at the minimum. Yes, I will cave, I will indulge every once in a while, but just being intentional, as, as I mentioned, being focused, calculated when I'm putting that that into my body. So that's kind of the overview of what I did. That's why I did it. And I have been studying this. I have been learning through my coaching program, through my container that I'm in, just to test and to be open-minded. I've been very open-minded to all the things thrown out. There's keto, there's carnivore, there's all these different things you can try. There's vegan, right? And I'm open-minded. At the end of the day, I believe that we each are responsible, personally responsible for taking care of our own health. As a parent, I believe that I have the responsibility to do that for my kids until they can make those decisions by themselves. Now, it's very important to me to give them the tools. I don't want to tell them what to think. I just want to tell them to think. I don't, I don't want to tell them what's right and wrong. I want them to critically think about what kind of foods their bodies react best to. And my, the things that my body react best to might not be exactly what other people's react best to. Have I seen the impacts of an animal-based diet proven around people that I've got to know that are taking on these nutritional plans? Absolutely. I believe full, full heartedly, if you haven't gone to an animal-based whole food diet, that that's probably the best place to be in. But I'm open-minded to everything else and I'm open-minded to other people saying, well, they thrive in a vegan diet. 100%, if you thrive at the end of the day and you're not in denial about that, you 
do what serves you. But until you've tried and going back to, for me, it's going back to how did we ancestral live prior to all the processed foods coming into play? We grew our own food. We killed our own meat and we cut it up and we ate that way, right? Like we didn't have beyond meat burgers. We didn't have fake anything. We raised chickens. We ate those eggs that those chickens laid. We grew our own vegetables, our own fruits. So that's where my focus has been in trying to go back to those, those roots and those things that served us. And the fuel that we provide our bodies with is going to be what helps us get to that level that we never dreamed of possible. So my intention of all of this is not to lose weight. It's not to look good in a bikini. Those are definitely the side effects. Don't get me wrong. I want all those things. I want to be at a healthy weight. I want to look good in a bathing suit. I want that for my body and for my image, but I also want to live a long life. I also want to do all the things with my children. I'll never forget after I finished my hockey career, going on a surfing trip with my friend to Tofino and being so heavy that I couldn't hop up on a surfboard and feeling very, very deflated about what I had let my body get to. Did I look and feel unhealthy 100%? But it was about, I am actually prevented from doing something because I'm not looking after myself. So that's where I want to be able to do. I don't want anything to restrict me from being physically able to do something. I want to be able to go play hockey as long as I can. I want to be 70 years old being able to be out on that ice because I've taken such good care of my body. I want to be able to run with my kids, play tag, whatever it is. I don't want my body and my physical abilities to restrict me from doing it. So that is a huge driving force for me my brain fog the ability to think clearly to be able to organize my thoughts to be feeling my best to not be struggling with any gut issues any health issues i believe that if we're eating whole nutritious foods we are eliminating the chance of having those diseases those effects that some of the processed foods can give us, right? And the more natural, the more whole, the more nutritious we can get, the better leg up you're giving your body to live that long, fulfilled life. So that is it. If you guys have any questions about the elimination protocol I did and um, want more details, I would love to share with you. You know, I have more information of the studying I have done in getting your body to that homeostasis, getting that reset in what the actual meat can do for your bodies, all of that. But uh, I just wanted to share all of that and explain like the kind of elimination that it looked like for me and would love to help you out if you have any more questions. So thank you for listening and looking forward to see what this whole food nutritional program can do for me and getting to know foods more. I'm still on this journey, right? I'm still on this journey of getting to know where, what foods are really serving me. And uh, it's a continuous test and seeing, you know, is intermittent fasting for me? What periods of the cycle of my month can I be doing these? And just getting to know my body because every single body is different. So giving that a blueprint for success. So.